Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Amazing. Alright, so I'm talking to you about the rest of God by faith. The rest of God by faith. Say the rest of God by faith. The rest of God by faith. We've gone through this series from Tuesday. Faith is beautiful, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, faith is beautiful. Faith is beautiful. Faith is a component of the word of God. You know? Yeah. All right. Let's go to Numbers chapter 13, verse 17. Let's read from 17 to 33. And then chapter 14, 1 to 12. And then I can start the message. NLT. Moses gave the men these instructions as sent them out to explore the land. Now, let me give you a, a preamble to this. Now, God brought the people of Israel from Egypt, right? And then he had already told Abraham, that his people were going to go into slavery. He was going to bring them out and was going to give them a land, a rest. A land that will be flowing with milk and honey. You remember? Okay, so God told Moses that you guys get ready for that land. So Moses, by, led by the Spirit of God, decided to send some of the people to the land to go and survey the place and find out if the place was empty or the place was occupied. Okay? So this is where Moses sent the people. So Moses gave the men these instructions as he sent them out to explore the land. Go north through the Negev into the hill country. See what the land is like. And find out whether the people living there are strong or weak, few or many. See what kind of land they live in. Is it good or bad? Do their towns have walls or are they unprotected like open camps? Moses wanted to have an idea of what the word of God is saying. I think Moses shouldn't have done this. He should have just believed. But sometimes, when God speaks to you, you want to find out. How is it like? How is it going to be? There are two things that can happen. It's either you stay in faith or you will stay in unbelief. Now you can hear the questions. Are they strong? Are they few? Are they plenty? Is it world? Are they protected? So if they are not protected, then we are in trouble. 
God is taking us into a land where it's not protected. If there are few, maybe we can drive them out. If there are many, then we are in trouble. You see, that's reasoning. It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Reasoning. You don't need to do that. You hold on to God's word. God said, go to the land, you go. Whether they are enemies or not, you just go. Okay? Alright. Look at it. Is the soil fertile or poor? So that if it's not fertile, then we can be here and grow some crops. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are there many trees? Otherwise, we'll be, we'll be sweating. Do your best to bring back samples of the crops you see. I need evidence. It happened to be the season of harvesting the first ripe grapes. Go on. So they went up and explored the land from the wilderness of Zin. As far as Rehob, near Lebo Hamath. Going north, they passed through the Negev and arrived at Hebron. Where Ahiman, Shishai, and Tamai, all descendants of Anak. You know Anak? Now, Anak are the third generation of giants. And these are the generations that Goliath came from. Goliath is not a first generation giant. The first generation giants are called the Nephilims. They are the proper giant. Goliath is not a giant. Goliath is not a giant. He, he's just tall. Proper giants came, but they left. They were killed during the flood. The ancient town of Hebron was founded seven years before Egyptian city of Zoan. When they came to the valley of Eskor, when they came to the valley of Eskor, they cut down a branch with a single cluster of grape, so large that it took two of them to carry it on a pole between them. So they cut one grape. You know grape is cluster, right? Just one cluster. Two men had to carry it. So it, it tells you how fertile the land was and how rich it, the, the land was. All right. They also brought back samples of pomegranates and figs. And all this is a symbolics. That place was called the Valley of Escol, which means cluster. Okay, because of the grape. Because of the cluster of the grapes, the Israelite men cut there. So they call it Escol. You can name your child Escol. After exploring the land for 40 days, say 40, 40. the men returned. To Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran, they reported to the whole community what they had what seen and showed them the fruit they had taken from the land. So they went in their numbers. So when they came, they saw what was on the land. They even brought evidence of the land. So they are now coming to give report of what they saw beyond the fruit. Okay? This was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore. And it is indeed a bountiful country. They confirm God's word. A land flowing with milk and honey. But God has already said that. So the point is, if they had gone or not, it was still a land flowing with milk and honey. God knew that. You see, you want to prove God at anything, he says. Once you see what he's saying, then you believe. You don't need to do that because he knows he's not a man to lie. When God tells you this land has oil under, 
You don't need to dig a few meters down to see if there is a, something smelling like oil. God, God's word said it and it is true. He said, I am not a man to lie, nor the son of man to change my mind. What I have said, I'll do it. So when the word of God tells you this, it has already happened. So now they confirmed. I thank God that was their, one of their first reports. That the land was flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produced. So the production of the fruit, that huge fruit, was because of the fertility of the ground. Which God said. Milk and honey is actually the Holy Ghost. And the word of God. Sometimes the Holy Ghost is referred to as honey. The word to honey. The word milk. He said, desire the sincere milk of the word. Right? Now, the Bible says in the book of Ezekiel, he says that his word is sweeter than honey. Yea, even the honeycomb. So, God was speaking of symbolism. These guys were entering into a land which is full of the word of God and full of the Holy Ghost. In actually, they have entered into God. Remember this. God's plan for them to enter into Canaan was to enter into, into God. Remember the testimony that the Godhead shows is manifested in how many ways? Two ways. The word and the Holy Spirit. Okay. So here is the kind of fruit it produced. So what it means is that when the word and the Holy Spirit exist or you are in it, remember that your fruits are bigger. Your fruits are, are amazing. That is why I know you are a mighty person. Because you are full of the word of God and you are full of the spirit. You see, sometimes you need to be told this truth so it can change something up here. So that you don't live life as though you are depending something from the world. Remember the Bible said the world doesn't love you. Yes, are you with me? Yes, sir. Do you have the Holy Ghost? Yes, sir. Do you have the word of God? Yes, sir. Then your fruit, one fruit from you, only two people will carry. Ah. That's how mighty your manifestation is. Say manifestations are mighty. Manifestations are mighty. See, then after giving that rundown, he said the people living they are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. If I were them, I, would have, I should have ended at the milk and honey. But they were troubled by something beyond the positive. That's our life as born again. You go beyond the word of God that is truth for you. That's like people are chasing you. Who is fighting my life? Who's behind this? Who is behind that? You are going to sleep. Witches and wizards might fly. Who will do this? <laughs> Meanwhile, the Bible has told you that the angels of God encamps round about you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Or the Bible says that he has given his angels charge over you. You see, these are milk and honey. But you don't like. After the milk, you know there are angels in your house. Why is your mind thinking of witches? You wake up in the morning. The Bible says that God made the morning. And he loaded the day with benefit for you. Why is your mind going beyond the benefit you're supposed to enjoy? And you are thinking of how your day might not go well. And you are thinking of who might hurt you. Who is next door that can cause you to fall? When the Bible says go and then just enjoy the benefit. Can you see that? Look, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. 
This thing is clear. This is milk and honey. But you don't like. Then you see, as you're walking in town, you see some crow or you see some vulture. Then, say, Jesus, Jesus. As a man thinks, so is he. Your thought is not different from your behavior and your happenings. Do you know why certain things don't happen to you? Because you say it. And you know it won't happen. That's why it didn't happen. Don't allow words to go beyond this. Remember, words are potential. But once they come out of here, they become kinetic. They, 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 you have, they have power to do whatever is in them. Okay? Alright. Let's go on. The Amalekites live in the Negev and the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites live in the hill country. The Canaanites live <laughs> along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. So look at it. They have plotted the thing. So they, they, I don't know, this is what they went to see. They said, when you look, when you go through the north, Charlie, the Anakites are there. When you go through, you want to go to the valley area around the coast there. These people are there. When you also pass here, what they're trying to say is that, Moses, there's no way we are going to enter. Because whichever direction we use, they are surrounded. Already we cannot do it. We cannot enter. Go on. Ah, see, but. The whole of Hebrews chapter 4 is because of two people. Joshua and Caleb. The whole of Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. That's our main text actually. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Because what they were talking about was the flesh. So he decided that is how you behave towards people who, who speak flesh. Quiet them. Not shout, hey! No, no, not like that. He quiet them this way. Look at the language. He said, let us go at once to the land. To take the land. That's how he quiet them. They are saying, we can't go, we can't go. So he quieted them by saying, no, let's go and take the land. That's faith. Let's go and take it. In other words, stop what you are saying. Let's go. What you are saying, you are now thinking through your failures. In fact, you are thinking through, you are drawing strategy of failure. We can't go here. If we pass here, it won't be okay because they said they are going to increase fuel by 60%. So transport work will be difficult. And our job too, we are not making profit. So transport and increase will not come. And now I have a child. Now school fees has gone up. And you draft your failure. God doesn't need that report. What God needs is that my fees are paid. Debts are paid. Tomorrow, I'm going to show you. Prince Charles. Is he rich? Is he rich? But he works. Is he rich by the work he does? He is rich because he was born. Come tomorrow. Let's go at once to take the land. He said. This is faith. He didn't say let's go and see. He didn't say, let's go and try. He didn't even say, even if they are there, let's go and see what we can do about it. That's not faith. I'm just trying to show you faith. Sometimes some of you speak like this. You say, I have faith. and It's going to be. That's not faith. I have faith, it will come. Oh, I have faith, it's going to work. That's not faith. You have negated your faith. Faith is not something that is about to happen. 
Look at the statement. Let us go and take it at once. Why? It is ours. Faith is the title deed. Faith is the assurance. Faith is the what? Substance. Look, a lot of Christians don't understand faith. They think confidence is faith. And they even think faith is a feeling. Faith is not a feeling. If you feel faith, you have felt something else. Confidence can be felt. Right? Don't you feel confident sometimes? Are you confident now? You see, confidence is felt. But faith is not felt because faith is of the spirit. Things that are of the spirit are not felt. They are not related to your soul or your body. It is only related to your spirit. The day you became born again, how was the feeling like? You didn't feel anything. You just believed. That's your spirit. Your spirit is what believes. So anything that is related to your spirit is not felt. Whoever told you when you are confident is faith is not. Confidence can be produced maybe because your faith has developed so much that you just know you can handle everything. But confidence by itself is not faith. But confidence can draw out of faith. Is that okay? Alright. So this is Caleb's confidence. We can certainly conquer it. Go on. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. They all went there. Some are giving their report. And when he, one man, said that we can, let's go and take it, we can conquer them. Bible says that the other men, that means all of them, who had explored the land with him disagreed. We Look at the statement. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we already, the guy is defeated. Go on. So they spread this bad report about the land among the Israelites. Wow. This is the devil at work. Please listen to me. You, don't, you have no idea why you think you are serving God for so long, yet you don't have manifestations. Faith has no respect for persons, except those who understand its principle and usage. Did you hear that? Faith has no respect because you are sad or because you are you are teary or you are crying or you are no 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 faith faith doesn't will, will not work except you understand faith's principle and its usage then it begins to work okay how do i know that when god told abraham that he was going to give him a son of course, Abraham cannot have a child alone. Which means he had a wife. But Abraham developed faith. Sarah did not. And I'm sure for several years, Sarah would have been crying. He would have felt worried at some point in time. Looking at all the slaves in the house. Some of them have children. Some of them just give birth. You know, as well. you see children around playing. Hello, Kweku. You know, playing with them. Seeing things as a woman. You feel so sad that look at my husband, he's the pastor, and I'm st- I still don't have a baby. I still don't have a child. But that didn't answer her prayer. That didn't answer her. That didn't answer. In fact, Abraham's faith didn't answer for her. 
And I told you that it took 25 years for her to have a child, not because that was God's plan. God didn't plan for 25 years for Sarah to have a child. It was Sarah's own decision. Even though she lived with a man of faith, she couldn't still have a child because of unbelief. Because the Bible says, even when God came into her house and God made a declaration that I am going a year by this time, Sarah will have a child. The Bible says, Sarah laughed because she looked at her age and she's like, oh, please stop this. What are you saying like that? Because perhaps when they came, they gave them meat. So maybe it's like you have eaten and you are talking like that. But that was God himself. But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter, look at it, 11, verse 11. The Bible says that through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Sometimes you are depending on the faith of your man of God. You are depending on the faith of a friend. You are depending, so you lock your faith to mine. And when I, when I speak words of faith, you think it's for you. No. No. You may have confidence out of what I'm saying, but it won't work. Look at that statement. He said, Sarah herself. So God was waiting for Sarah herself to develop faith and build faith that I will have a child. So the Bible says, once she got the faith, the Bible says she received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful. That's faith. Who had promised. Now she depended on the word of God that it does not matter my age. I can still have a child. I can still have a child. So once she developed the faith, she received now, if Sarah had done that 20 years ago, she would have given birth to Isaac. It's true that sometimes God has times of releasing manifestations to you. But let me tell you, 90% of the time, it doesn't depend on God. The reason why something has delayed for you is not because God's time, he will make it happen. It's because you've not believed yet. Because faith cannot be stopped even by God. You believe it happens. Why? Because faith lays hold on the thing. Once it is faith, you already have it. Once it is faith, you already have it. So why are you depending on God? Okay? A man of faith goes around carrying the things. Because the Bible says that faith is the substance of things so for the evidence of things not seen. Once I have faith on a particular matter, the Bible says that the word of God is my evidence. Once I have it, it is mine. So, does it delay? No. It's up to you. So, this is, what has, this is, this is part of the gospel. And this is what Christians must be taught. So, people don't want to come into Christ because they have seen some other Christians. And they don't see you manifest the things you are saying. Because the day you entered into Christ, you didn't know that in Christ, the path we walk on is done by faith. It's not done by hope. So everybody's praying prayer hope. Everybody's talking hope. Everybody's thinking hope. That shall it go be. So next, next month like this, you will give it a theme. Now if it's a theme that lands with your thoughts, that as for that month there, you believe. Month doesn't give things. 
Month, don't give things. It is what you do and what you know. Can you see that? For example, we know the number one in this first month. You know the number one stands for God. It stands for what? His what? Priority. The first and the best. First importance, first in ranking, put to cause. It is God. Okay. So if I understand this in this first month, you just you don't just know. There are things you need to do. Understanding these things. So for example, I sow my first fruit first, because it's first. First for him. My tithe first to him. Because I understand the first, 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 first. When I enter into February, I know it's the divine number for man. Establishment. So what do I do? I will look for somebody who understands my matter. I will always come to you, share my issues with you, and we pray together. Because in that month too, based on the scriptures, things establish when two people do things. So I will always look for somebody, my wife, my husband, we write down things and we begin to pray in that particular month. In the third month is the, is the witness of God. The maximum number. The Godhead. Where the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the word is released. The fourth month. Wonders. The fifth month. Grace. Blessing. The sixth month. The month of... You know. So you just, you just don't know these numbers. So the months are there for you to do. The months don't bring. 2024 is not going to give you anything. You work out based on revelation. Because you see, grace does not make you lazy. The first thing about grace is called labor. Paul says, I am what I am, but by the grace of God. And he said, I labor more than ye all. Can you see that? So in the fifth month, you do things more. You pray more. You fast more. Because labor in grace. Labor. You see? So we are, we are, so people, people, we, you, see, you see on people's statuses, November be good to me. As if you are talking to a man. <laughs> Next month, you see how people, a lot of people call it the month of love. Yeah. But that love is not even agape. Mm. Yeah. That love is eros. No revelation. You need to be spiritual. The dawn into the new month. This is the, this is the opening. I'm telling you something. You don't sleep. If you understand that number, you see, 31st of January, 11.30, start praying with your husband. Let's make a list. Because you are entering into the second month too in the mind of God establishment. You pray into it and make declarations the two of you made. Can you see that? You are not born again to be lazy. You are born again to work the word. To work the word. Okay. So they spread. Look at what they did. They began to spread the bad news. Why? So that Joshua's and Caleb's story will not be accepted. Listen, this year, cut yourself away from people who don't walk by faith and don't talk faith. We thought you were cut yourself. You are going somewhere. Because these people that are not speaking faith, they have a potential of spreading this thing. Unbelief is bad news. And bad news spreads faster. Are you listening? Yes. 
These things are not in the Bible for fun. The Bible says they were written for our example. Okay? All right. Then he said, the land we travel through and explore will devour anyone who goes to... (laughs) They are telling the people who didn't go there. That guys, guys, you know what? This land, they'll kill you. If you see that giant, all the people we saw were huge. Please, all the people they saw, they were all huge. It was only the Anakite. We even saw giants there. Yes, true. The descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. And that's what they thought too. Now they are thinking for the Anakite. That you two are grasshoppers. Yes, we are like grasshoppers by you. Unbelief, eh? Unbelief is a language. We call it conference. Some of you, you sit down, you can be... You know what you are doing? You are doing the same thing. We call it conferencing. You are plotting the graph of how it cannot work. And once you begin one thought, you get another thought and another thought. God's word doesn't extend. We don't stretch truth. When you stretch truth, it becomes a lie. So when God says, go and take it, don't add to it. Because if you add to it, it's like you have taken from it. So when God's word says go, you go. You see, we don't, we don't, we are not like chicken. Who does this before they eat? Huh? We eat. That same chicken that does this. When it's in the poultry farm and they put the food in front, it doesn't do this. It eats. Because when they do it, by the time they are are spread all the food and put in that, they eat, they don't eat the proper food, they eat dust. Okay, that's another revelation for you. The whole community began weeping aloud. Why? We are dead. We can't go to the land. We just came from Egypt. God promised us. Look at where he has brought us to. They began to cry. You are too refined for that. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Not of evil, but of good. That you will have an expected end. And you say you can't go for it? The whole community began weeping aloud. And they cried all night. Hey, they should be praying all night. Oh, They are crying all night. We don't cry about problems. We faith. Tears don't bring results. Faith brings results. Okay? Look, they spread the bad report about the land among the Israelites. What are they trying to do? They are trying to speak against God's word. I said, I'll give you the land. They are speaking. That's the Antichrist. They are speaking against God's word. That God said he will give us the land, but the land, imagine you give us the land, but they are enemies on the land. They are fighters on the land. The land is not ours. They are trying to say what God has said was a lie. They are spreading it. That's how Satan behaves. Their voices rose in great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. They didn't go. They They were not part. But just the report, they began to cry. They began to scream. Because they believed the report. The Bible says, whose report? But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, the Bible says, by, by faith, some people receive what? Good report. May your report be a report from the word of God. Yeah, let your report be. More, 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 more. Why is the look at now? Look at it. Look at how they, they blame God. They blame Moses and Aaron, their leaders. 
Then they went on to God. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Which means whatever God said to them, they never believed. Unbelief had entered. How did the unbelief come? The people that went to spy, there were too many. When God came to Gideon, they had 3,000 people. God said, there are too many. There's a possibility of unbelief. Which is true. So he began to test them. He said, tell them, anyone that is afraid, let him go back. 22,000 left. All these 22,000 were part of They were holding swords. But in their heart of heart, they were weary. So these people adding to the number would have caused Gideon's troop to be killed. Because Gideon would think I have people. That's why I love growing you guys in the purity of God's word. And we grow organically. Your strength, your understanding of the word, you are growing. Ah, Gideon, you have too many warriors with you. If I let all of you fight the Midian, the Israelites will boast that they have saved themselves by their own strength. Therefore, tell the people, whoever is timid or afraid, leave this mountain and go home. So, 22,000 of them went home, leaving what? 10,000. That's how come in your decision making. Add God. Let God be the, because you don't, you have no idea. Somebody says, I love you. Somebody says, I like you. Somebody says, come and work for me. Let God, for all you have no idea who you are bringing on board. But the point is that you are a Christian who does not involve God in your matters. You make, you make a life partner, a choice before you come and ask God. Now, you are coming to ask him to do what? To strengthen whatever. You are employing people to come and work for you. You never consulted God. When the CVs came, did you take it before the Lord in prayer? Maro Kababa said, Lord, help me choose the right ones. You didn't. You just chose anyone. Now they are stealing. Now they are not coming to work. You are not crying. No, God was not involved. You are a Christian who is a Christian on Sunday and from Monday to Saturday is you. God is not involved. God is not. Even the trotter you take, do you ask him, Lord, which one do I take? Do you? No. It sounds like that. Eh? That's how he began to work with me when I began to hear the voice of God. I'll go and audit at Stan Chat. I think I've told you a story before. And I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my, 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 my tie and my, my, my laptop bag and I'm going home and I'll, I'll be talking to him. I, all I knew, I didn't have a friend. The Holy Spirit was my friend and I'm talking to him. That's when I knew he could even speak pigeon with me. And when I'm going there, I'll be like, he, he, I'll hear stop and I'll stop. And then he'll say, five cars are passing. After the fifth one, you can go. No car will be coming. And I'll wait. Wham, 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 wham. After the fifth car, I will stand there and listen and watch for a while. I can stand there and stand there. No car is coming. Then I will slowly walk and cross the road. Now, when I'm entering the station, I'll ask, Lord, which, which car do I? Then immediately I'll see a vision of a blue trotter or a yellow. Which one he wants me to? When I enter, I'll see it there. Even when I enter, he will tell me, don't sit here. Sit there. And I'll sit. Once... He showed me, I think it was a blue one. But then it, it was empty. But there was one that had one person. I think I've told you before. Yeah. So I wanted to go and jump into that one. And then he said, no, don't. 
go back into this one. So I got down and I went to do this one. So this one moved. From, you know, from High Street, the, the traffic. I was going to Medina. I was writing ACC, so I wanted to get there quickly so I can go and learn. When we got to 37, the yellow trotter, the tire was off. It was there. And my car came to pass. When I'm getting home, I'll ask him, when I get home, should I study or sleep? And then he will say, sleep. I'll wake you up at 4. It's not 4-1. Not 3-59. 4. But when he wakes me up, no tiredness. Hey, I was living the life. Ask him of everything. The, is it the Pentecost or the Methodist? I don't know. They have a song. Hadi biara me ye no. Asim biara me ka. Anamon biara me tu. Me bisenya me. Oto ne kwa. We sing it. You don't ask God. Gideon would have lost the battle. Because he thought he had 22 strong people. But God knew that they were timid and fearful people. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Okay. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only for us to die in a battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? Is this familiar? Uh-huh. Go on. Then they plotted among themselves, let's choose a new leader and go back to Egypt. Were they not the people praying in Egypt? 430 years. No wonder Jesus said, do you want to be made whole? Yet he saw the guy sick. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground before the whole community of Israel. Two of the men who had exploited the land, Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, tore their clothing. They said to all the people of Israel, the land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land. The guys still say it's a criminal land. It's a crazy land. But they said it's a wonderful land. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen L. Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting print and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many Many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to lead from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.